Hello and welcome to the Pod of the Damned. I'm your host Ian, and joining me as always is my co-host Nico. How's it going, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Now, last time, last time, last time we released an episode, um, uh, we, we 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 were just talking about. It. We had a bit of a disagreement, Nico. Just a little one. Uh, is this a, a, an opportune moment to remind everyone that yes, we are still friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas spirit was well and truly not alive during that, that episode, but it is back. <laughs> it's uh, the January spirit, I guess, is here. Um, I also noticed as well, Nico, you've got the guns out today. Oh, no, it's just because I've literally finished work, so I've got changed quickly, so it was the first thing that was there. It's like, New Year, get the guns out. Oof, get I, the flab out. Get I the don't flab think, out, yeah. Nico, I've ever been more flaccid than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> You and me both, baby. You How was your both. Christmas? How was your New Year? It was good. I wasn't working New Year for a change. It was amazing. Nice. Um, I I actually had I had Christmas Eve off. I had Christmas Day off. I was like, oh, didn't know what to do with myself. I was. I had Christmas Eve off as well. I was DJing at Hogmanay. I had I had a great I had a great old time. I've had a, a, yeah. a decent a decent one. So, yeah, getting back into the swing of things. But um, yeah, I thought um, so today uh, for the listeners is not a, a traditional episode. And I thought to kick off the year and, you know, to potentially introduce any new listeners who might be joining joining us for 2024 along the way, this would be a good way for us to kick off 2024. We're going to do a little uh, preview episode of some, just some, not all, uh, but some of the ones that I've picked out, Nico. I know you, you've probably had a look at what's coming up over the course of the next year as well. Um, and just some of the things that might pique our interests, a few things that we'll probably be reviewing as well over the course of the year and just seeing what we sort of think about it it's not going to be a super long episode today but we'll just get through a few different bits and pieces and like i say hopefully it reintroduce everyone to the podcast because it feels like it does feel like we've uh we've not actually released a lot in the last few months i know we've been busy as fuck it's the busiest time of year for us we one of the pledges that i've made you know to all of our listeners this year is that we'll be more consistent we've taken steps already to try and ensure that we're going to be more consistent one of those things is we're probably you know, we were, again, we were talking about it just before we hit record there, is we're probably going to take a step back from live shows. We're still going to do video recordings and we're still going to release that to our Patreon and to our YouTube channels and everything else. I think in terms of live recordings, we're probably just going to take a step back from that for this year. Uh, and as I was saying to you, Nico, you know, it, we're, it's a lot of effort for us and, you know, we weren't getting huge rewards for it. Um, not, yeah, that it that was really, not that that was really the case. It was more just, it was causing us to have really bad sort of scheduling issues as well so i think yeah. moving forward by doing things this way for a while will just allow us to sort of regain our consistency because one of the things you know we we, we we've always been a really consistent podcast consistently pumping out uh shows and you know even before pod of the Dant when we were doing the old show you know that was you know two shows a week and we were just constantly pumping them out plus like patreon content plus everything else so you know, I want to sort of try and get back to that a little bit. Yeah, I also got asked if we would ever do like non-horror movies again. I'm like, you've seen the Christmas episode, right? <laughs> you see how that went. I think I think that, <laughs> I think that was the first non-horror movie we've actually done for this show. We used to do a Patreon series on the old show um, where we did non-horror movies, and we did quite a few. We did, um, yeah. um, oh, we did, uh, we did Die Hard. I remember yeah. that. We did Predator, which is kind of horror adjacent. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I th- I remember vaguely doing an episode on dodgeball. I don't think you were. On- I don't know if you were on that one though. 
I don't think I was on dodgeball. I think I did yeah, that I with. Uh, I think I did that with uh, another podcaster. Um, there was a, I can't I can't actually remember some. We did a few though. We did quite a few. Yeah. Um, and we did a few like proper left field ones as well. Street yeah. Fighter. We did Street Fighter. I'll just do it and say how can you not remember? Okay, that? that was that was probably the most infamous thing that me and you have ever done. Yes, we did an episode on Street Fighter. That was a, that was a fun episode though. Oh, well, like, we did we didn't really argue too much on that episode but yeah i think that's definitely something that we can look to bring back again you know it could be something we we could look to do for patreon uh subscribers or you know something like that but definitely definitely like i say we'll be looking to bring in bonus content and extra stuff as we always do and try and evolve and expand as well so 2024 is going to be the year of the pod of the dant totally <laughs> so convincing uh, before we get into the episode if you'd like to support us across our social media platforms you can do so we're on x at damn podcast we're on facebook and instagram at pod of the damned you can email us at pod of the damned at gmail.com and you can subscribe to us on patreon patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned uh right let's let should we talk about some movies that are coming out this year yeah go for it yeah do you go first um okay uh so i've pe- i mean i've got a list here of around 10 to 12 movies. Now, we don't have to t- talk through them all. Some of them I know more about than... Or some of them, just more details have been released. Some of them are further on in the year. Um, but there's one movie... Pick, pick three you're looking forward to the most. Okay, pick three I'm looking forward to the most. And then I'll, I'll if, we don't men- if you don't mention them and I don't mention them, I'll run through a couple quickly at the end as well. Yeah. Okay, so number one. And I th- you can probably guess what my number one's going to be this year, Nico. Terrifier 3. Number one for me is Terrifier 3. <laughs> Ter- now, we've done both Terrifier movies on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and whilst opinions of those movies have proven to be very, uh, not controversial, just divisive, I think, because they're very, yeah. they're very divisive movies, uh, both those episodes are probably two of our more successful episodes in 2023 anyway. Um, Terrifier is really popular, I know it. It's, it, it's not even... It, well, it is really popular. That's why we're now at a stage where we're getting Terrifier 3. But it's I think it's just... It's just so divisive. Like, it creates so yeah. many talking points. You go back to when we covered the first Terrifier, you know, and even, you know, that we had Ren on for that episode, and Ren hated hates it. Hated that yeah. movie. Refused point blank to come back on to talk about Terrifier 2. But, you know, it caused so much talking points. You know, there was accusations thrown at the movie about it being misogynistic there was that you know there was the the shock horror sort of value uh you know the the scene where she get cut get, gets sawn in half and then even into terrifier 2 you know they really ramped up the violence you know you didn't really think they could ramp up the violence that much more from the first one but they fucking yeah. did and i think the promise is so um i'll do some of the details so uh, number three like one and two is going to be directed and written by damien leone uh, a lot of returning cast so David Howard Thornton is back once again to play Art the Clown, Lauren Lavera who played Sienna in Terrifier 2 is back uh, Elliot Fulham is back Samantha Scafidi is back Chris Jericho is back he has been confirmed yeah. that he's going to be in I, I, I don't know if he's going to play a bigger role is it not this, it'll be the escape I'm assuming, oh, it'll be like the first scene yeah so the post credit scene the post credit scene uh, for Terrifier spoiler alert <laughs> I've given up dropping spoiler alerts for us, Nico, to be honest. Uh, the post the post credit scene in Terrifier 2 is essentially Art's rebirth, isn't it? And, yeah. um, you know, Chris Jericho plays one of the, the hospital war- 
what would you call them? Nurses or wardens or whatever, however you would call it. He looks like porter. Is he a porter? Yeah, that's a good. Porter security is what. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna assume that Terrifier Three kicks off in a manner that is Art's escape and probably will result in the gruesome and horrifying death of Chris Jericho. Which, um, if you're you know of a lot of uh modern rumors are to be believed that have come out in the last couple of months, a lot of people might be quite happy to see Chris Jericho be brutally murdered on screen. Well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, Lincoln. Like, are you excited? Like... Are you excited for Terrifier Three? Because you you've been more you're not as high on these movies as I am. I'm sort of like I'm not an absolute hater of the movies, but they are quite bad in my opinion. But I'm not like high on them, saying that they're good. I like the special effects in it. To be honest, I think that's what gets me with them. I think I think you're. I, if I was to characterize how I feel, your your you think about the movies is you you like them for what they are. I I like I like seeing them for basically if what they're going to do with it. If that yeah sense. yeah of course and there's there's absolutely but nothing wrong with that. And I'm you, not I, that big a fan. And I think I think as well though you appreciate what they what they've achieved. Oh no yeah and but... and you know what they've achieved for independent horror as well not just. Them, the, the for themselves because again that was yeah. one of the good points that Ren really brought up during that first Terrifier episode was although he hates it he was really really happy to see Terrifier do too sorry do so well at the box yeah. office because it meant that there was actually other independent horror movies that were getting full theater releases which is you know unheard of in the past you know couple of decades yeah so I think we can appreciate that. Uh, so the movie is due to come out on the twenty fifth of October this year. Um, I believe they've finished filming. Um, they're currently doing editing and post post production and things like that. So I think it's uh, ske- I think it's on schedule. I know that uh, yeah. David Howard Thornton and Damon Leone have uh, recently stated that they're going to make because they've been massive on like horror cons and uh, movie cons for the past couple of years, and I think they've stated that they're barely going to be doing anything this year purely for the yeah. fact is they're they're working on terrifier 3 so i think that hopefully will all mean that that'll come out on time it's reportedly got a two million dollar budget which is massive in comparison to the previous two movies again one of the things when we're talking about the first two terrifiers is you've got to remember terrifier 2 was made for a quarter of a million dollars terrifier 1 was made for like thirty thousand dollars so to 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 achieve what they actually did in those movies is is, is quite something apparently there was uh offers from studios to back this movie to a much larger financial tune shock um damien leone re- rejected the, all of the offers because simply because he was like i don't think they would allow me to film the very first scene <laughs> he was uh. like, i'm not gonna take any of their backing and, uh, that's going to be the Jericho scene, you know that thing. Yeah, so I think it's going to take place on Christmas. It's a Christmas horror movie as well. Um, it takes yeah. pl- it takes place on Christmas Eve. There's a lot of controversy about the trailer as well, which I think was ridiculous. I think at this point people are now just looking for excuses to sort of bin this franchise. Um, because uh, if, if for those who haven't seen the trailer, it's essentially a, a, chi- a small child waking up on Christmas Eve going downstairs to find what they think is Santa putting presents under the tree and it turns out it's not Santa it's Art the Clown yeah and, and people were like all up in arms when the trailer was released like how can they how can they murder small children and like blah 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 and it's like well number one 
they didn't it didn't say in any way shape or form that the child actually dies and number two exactly. fucking kids have been getting murdered in horror movies for fucking decades come on now fuck me one of the most famous scenes of pedo you know what i mean one <laughs> of the most famous fucking horror villains is a pedo and everybody loves him yeah so well, literally like yeah exactly i mean fucking freddy krueger the child molester yeah exactly so anyways um terrifier 3 definitely is up there for me one of the films that i'm going to be most highly anticipated for i'm hoping um when it comes to next year's horror awards that i think terrifier 3 can definitely be up there for nothing else it'll probably be in there for special effects but um i mean terrifier 2 and terrifier were uh, sorry not terrifier terrifier 2 definitely got nominated for several awards um in the year that that was released um but i think it, it fell short in quite a few categories i don't know like i just think i think this like this is this this is the the franchise of this generation you know we go back to the 80s you know and you had your friday the 13th and it was elm street and it was halloween although the first halloween was from the 70s but the majority of that came out in the 80s and the 90s you know those were the franchises of those generations and i genuinely believe terrifier is the franchise of this generation i think that's because of the way this generation is like you're either ultimately offended by everything or not offended by fuck all and terrifier puts everyone bang in those boxes but that but it's 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 a movie that will divide everyone then and that's and that's why and that's why it works you know and no one can watch terrifier and not feel something you either Ah. feel you can either feel offended or you can sit there and think this is fucking awesome but you will feel one of those two things. No one's watching... Oh, yeah. I, well, I would be very surprised if anyone's watching Terrifier and is just completely bored. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's number one for me, Nico. Um, shall we sure. move on to your number one? Uh, well, I've sort of like got my one and two. I keep chopping and changing. Well, it doesn't really matter. You can go in any order. But yeah, I, I am an 80s child after all. And there's two movies coming out this year that are straight up that avenue okay so i'd go for the fucking crow that's the one i'm looking for the most like the crow yes yeah um i actually didn't put the crow on my list at all and it was not through it was just simply through forgetting but the crow's been fucking everywhere for the last couple of days as well and i'll see you later (laughs) Did, did i offend you a little bit there nico like honestly it's it's so good, the movie, the original one. And they've actually got somebody who can play the part now. You know what, Nico? Which I'm looking forward to. Wasn't The Crow one of our non-horror movies that we did? Yeah, but it is a horror movie. Yeah, but it was like... It was one of those borderline ones, wasn't it? I don't really think so. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, you're right. In terms of who they got to play Eric Draven, uh, Bill Skarsgård is probably about the best piece of casting I think they could have done. Yeah. Because I watched him in, like... What was the Norwegian program that he did called? Plays like this weird gangster dude, and in that he's funny and good, and like it's well acted. You know what I mean? And I saw that and thought he's gonna do the cross so good. Like I think I think the thing is with Bill Skarsgård as well is like even just beyond that, we've we've seen him be really fucking good in a lot of things now. You know, he, yeah. You know, and I'm not just talking about it. Where you know he would. For as much as or as little as you might think about those two movies, he's fucking great as Pennywise. Oh you yeah, know, he's absolutely incredible performance. But again, even beyond that, if you look into some of the other things he's been in, um, he he's incredibly talented. You know, if you go to 
I'm trying to like you know Barbarian. He's in John Wick Four. Uh, Castle Loved Rock. him in John Wick Four. He's in Castle Rock. Uh, Deadpool Two. Like he's 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 really ta- like. There's no doubt in me that he is more than qualified and capable of taking on this oh. role and absolutely not, but also making it his own, but being yeah. fucking ace at it as well. And I think if you look at some of the other cast in there as well, you know, it's a really strong cast. Well, you've got Danny Houston in there who is, you know, for me, a massively underrated actor as well. Um, you know, and he's, he's done things, you know, he was in uh, American Horror Story, uh, 30 Days a Night. I think he's incredible in 30 Days a Night as the yeah. sort of lead vampire, you know, so he he's someone else who I think is a really, really talented actor in there as well. Um, I, I have full faith, like, I think a lot of people are questioning about whether or not they think this is going to be a success or not. I have full faith that this is going to be fucking great. I think it's going to be probably the biggest one of the year, like... Do you think this could be the one that, like, takes the... is the front runner? You know, again, again, when I'm talking about, like, a movies that are coming out this year... And I always, I always, and I did this last year as well. And I think to myself, right, what's going to be like the front runner come the end of the year when we're looking at like awards and things? Do you think the crow is going to be like front runner? I don't think it'll be front runner for the awards, like the horror awards, because a lot of folk will see it as non horror. Yeah. But it's, I reckon it's going to be like just so good that it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. It says it's coming out before Halloween. I've got a funny feeling it'll get a Halloween release. So the only the only date I have for a release is for its Mexican release, which is on the twenty sixth of September. So I'm gonna assume. Um, well, twenty fourth was last I saw. So I'm gonna assume it's gonna be early October, a Halloween release essentially. Ah. Uh, and that uh, you know, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's set on fucking Halloween night. You know what I mean? Exactly. Okay, so The Crow at number one for you then. Yeah. Okay, um, let's go on to our number twos then. Yeah. And number two for me is one that's been in the, in the, in the works for a very, very long time. It's one that everyone's been clamoring for. Everyone's been wanting this movie for a really, really long time. It's Beetlejuice 2. Yeah, that's, that's my number two. <laughs> Is that your number two as well? Yeah. Okay. What? What? Okay. We'll, change it. It's either we'll, number one, number two. Well, but I fucking love Beetlejuice. Well, go, 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 go for it, Nico. Take, take the floor. Why? Why are you excited about Beetlejuice two? Because it's been talked about since the fucking first one came out. Do you know how much of a build-up this is for a fucking 80s child? Like, oh my god, even when they were saying they were going to change the sex of Beetlejuice, we weren't given a fucking flying fuck. We were like, get Beetlejuice on, right? Just get it on. Just We need one thing, and that's the fucking director. Get it done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's... by all accounts, like Tim Burton was on board for this for like a really long time. Yeah, and it wasn't. And him. then he wasn't. And then he wasn't. Well, the again. reason he wasn't was because it was there was he would only do it if one thing happened, yeah. And that was as long as Michael Keaton returned. Yep. And it was Michael Keaton that was really like because Michael Keaton doesn't really like doing sequels. Aye. Um, because so, he sees Batman Returns as fucking one of the worst sequels ever. Yeah. So and I, I think it's I think it's one of the best ones to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's so bad it's good though. It's got the hottest ever fucking Batman villain ever. Ever. There is no contest. It is just Michelle Pfeiffer in a cat suit. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mr. Freeze. <laughs> no, Mr. Freeze is the other one. I know. 
Oh, um, anyways, yeah, Beetlejuice, yeah, so Tim Burton, obviously, back on board, uh, a chunk of the original cast are back, Michael Keaton, as I've already said, Winona Ryder's back for this, Catherine O'Hara's back for this, and I'm super fucking yeah. happy at that, because I fucking love Catherine O'Hara, she's incredible, um, she's no, a mental um, character at that, like. no, obviously, no Gina Davis, no Alec Baldwin, don't really think they're required back for this, to be honest, that for me, neither of them are the, the highlights of the first movie. They're, they're just... I, I know there I are... Like it would have been I, nice to have them in it. I know they're, like, our main characters in the first movie, but I just... Uh. Like, they're not my favourites in the first movie. They've gotten rid of the paedophile from the first movie as well. Um, so that's always a good sign. Um, but for me, one of the things is, like, also, again, makes me just be like, you know what, I have really big faith that this is just going to be a massive success. If you look at the cast they've added in, they've just added in quality. So you've got Jenna Ortega in there, who is, she is, she is, she is, she is the hottest thing in horror right now. You know, people say it's Mia, you know, people argue that it's Mia Goth. It's not Mia Goth. It's fucking Jenna Ortega. She is the number one actor in horror right now. You know, this. She's just someone else, that's fine. You know, so she's incredible. Willem Dafoe is in this movie, and I, I don't think I don't. It doesn't even care what role you're casting for. Willem Dafoe can pretty much play anything he fucking wants. Yeah. <laughs> he's just an absolute treasure. Justin Theroux's in here. We've got Monica Bellucci coming in. Um, you know, so the cast that's coming in as well is just like incredible. This movie is uh, slated for a sixth of September release. So again, heading towards that uh, Halloween time, which we think it's going to be Halloween. It's, it's going to be. I, a, I don't know which one I'm going to see first. I mean, they're going to come out at the same time. Yeah, I mean these are all just sort of um, penciled in releases for a lot of these as well. A lot of these releases might end up being like their their film festival release, and then it'll come out like a month later in the cinemas. So take take these dates with a pinch of salt. This is just what I've managed to see uh, from it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about you, but like. I, I, what I want is, right, I want the very first scene of the movie to be in that waiting room and for Beetlejuice's number to have finally been called. You know how he's in the end? See, see I said this to somebody and they're like, that's a brilliant start and I find it funny that you're saying the same thing. Eh? No, because that that's so incredible because, be, because we've waited so long for this. Like, we've waited yeah. so, so long for this. And I just think, like, thematically... Uh, comedy wise and just to be like almost like nodding your hat to all the audience being like huh we've waited a really long time for this right yeah i think that would be incredible and i honestly i'm i will be in the theaters for this opening day um and if that's the opening scene i don't i don't even think i would care i don't even think i'd care if the rest of the movie was absolute garbage i'd be like you know what for that one scene alone, fuck, the movie gets a pass. I think, for as much as I'm probably ever so slightly looking forward to Terrifier 3 more, I think this could be film of the year in horror. Yeah. Like, I reckon it'll be between them, and there's a third one that'll be sneaking into it. Okay. Well, do you want to move on to the third one? Since that was my number two, and I stole your number two. Do you want no, to... it's the same number two, but the, the <laughs> third one for me would be Blade, because that's either going to be balls to the wall fucking brilliant or absolutely shit you know and what i don't know which one it's going to be i didn't even include blade in my list <laughs> am i just bringing up ones that you're forgetting well, about? blades is, blades currently well more, more because it's currently in a bit of a it's in a bit of limbo blade and is we're not the, the, we're not 100 another release day 
well, we're not 100% sure that it's actually going to come out in 2024. Um, the latest release date I've got for that is the 7th of November, 2025. Oh, okay, because they said it was going to be December 2024. So I don't know if they've then maybe pushed it back. Maybe pushed it back a bit more. But that's why I, I had it there, because it is fucking looking amazing. Well, I mean... Have you seen the cast? Oh, I mean, Mahershala Ali is absolutely incredible. I think, again, in terms of casting, that's probably one of the best pieces of casting you could do for Blade. You know, he's an Oscar winner, he's an incredible actor, you know... Um, and speaking of, you know, women of Mia horror Goss. right now, <laughs> Mia fucking Goth's in this movie, so... Just literally talking about her two seconds ago. Um, so yeah, like, I, 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 I'm I, very much excited about Blade. We've talked about Blade multiple times uh, on the yep. podcast uh, before. You know, we're, we're massive fans of Blade. You know, I think Blade 2's better, but... <laughs> but... Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, but, you know, I think... I think of I'm not a big Marvel guy, you know. I, I, yeah. You're you're a bigger Marvel guy than I am. Uh. Um, you know, obviously, I was I was I went to see you know, Infinity War and Endgame and and all of that. But in terms of like following the full thing, I'm not really that that fussed about it. But Blade is definitely see, one that I I would be getting excited for. I think they maybe push push Blade back because fucking the whole Kong thing. Mm-hmm. Because they're recasting Kong. Yeah. But that's maybe why they were going to bring it forward as well, because Kong shouldn't feature in that too much. Possibly, possibly. Again, again, I, 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 you're, you're the expert of this, or more of the expert than this than I am. I don't tend yeah. not to keep too up to date with. Because they've done one horror movie already, which was fun. Because mm-hmm. it was a shits and giggles throwback to the old fashioned horrors, but totally tongue in cheek. Which was good. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember the name of it. That's the worst bit. But it was like In the Night or something like that, it was called. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was it was actually decent. It was in black and white. And then they released it in colour later. Fair. Okay, right. Let's move on then. I'll I'll go through my number three and then you can pick another one since you only got to pick two. Yeah, because I I stole one. And then we can just quickly run through a few of the others as well that's coming out this year. So my number three uh, is one that didn't go under the radar for me a little bit, but it's one that I didn't really pay too much attention to. But having sort of read more and more about it and looking at the cast and various bits and pieces, I'm very excited for it. It's uh, Nosferatu. That was the other one that's there for me. Is it? (laughs) Uh, I, I I was like... I fucking quite fancy that because eh? I I liked I, I liked it and I'm like I looked into that as well and played it simple you know exactly why I've probably picked it exact same reason I picked the crow because of the casting exactly the, the, well and it's, let's just go, let's just go straight in should we just go uh, straight into it with the casting like I'm well not actually you know what I'm not I'm gonna go straight into it with uh, with our director because uh, this is gonna be directed by Robert Eggers um, yeah. who is. I would say probably one of the, the most highest sort of thought of horror directors out there at the moment. You think back to things like, uh, he's, he's very A24, you know, with things like The Witch and The Lighthouse and The Nor- the Northman. Those are sort of big three things so far. The Lighthouse is, is, is an incredible movie. The Witch is an incredible movie. You know, it has its detractors, uh, of course, as does anything else in horror. But I think 
a, a project like this and an IP like Nosferatu, I think Robert Eggers is probably one of the is the safest pair of hands you could probably have for that. Yeah. And especially, I think, when you think back to... So, the original 1922 uh, movie, um, you know, is, is is considered one of the, you know, sort of example pieces of horror. It's one of the highest thought of pieces of horror. It's 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 iconic in, in all its own ways. And, you know, this, this is the sort of thing, I think, you know, when people are like, why should we remake things? And a lot of people say, so we can bring things to a modern audience. Which doesn't always yeah. track, you know, when you're remaking things that are maybe 15, 20 years old, right? But we're now remaking... A lot of the time, we're remakes. A lot of the time, like, perfect examples of Psycho 1. They'll go shot for shot, exact yeah. same. That's not the way to do it. No, but now we're remaking a movie that's 102 years old, uh, you know, and uh, I think filming techniques have come on just a, a smidge since then. Just, just a touch. You know, and again, now to your point of the cast... Um, we've got Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, who we probably you know, who's been in tons of things. I probably know him most as Kickass. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Holt, who is having like he's having a great couple of years in his career. Uh, Renfield's definitely was something that was really highly thought of. Uh, just an actor that I never really thought that would make like sort of mainstream Hollywood. You know when really? back, all those years ago when you watched him in the first season of Skins. Skins. Like, did you seriously think... That not, this... not the first season, but definitely the second. No, but though. did you really think that this guy's destined to become, like, an A-lister? Yeah, because you got to remember, back then, it was that junkie, Sheik was on a go, and he looked like a junkie. He still does! <laughs> exactly. So, um, it was... And he that... did have that look that everyone went for. Uh, you've got Lily Rose Depp, who's going to be in this, so I'm going to be really interested to see how she does. And then two people we've literally already spoken about. They're having busy fucking years... Bill Skarsgård's yep. in this, and Willem Dafoe's in this, right. and just, just take my money now. <laughs> exactly, like it's the way they've got it set up. Like the rumor was that they were going to keep it silent as well. I think that would be. I I, I don't want that because of the character, the actors that we've got in here. Exactly. I, like if you know Willem Dafoe's on your screen, like the last thing I want is for him to be silent, but. I also think that would bring an an unintentional level of comedy to this as well. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know what I, I mean. Like, I don't think it would be. I don't think it would turn it into a comedy. I'm not saying it would turn it outrightly outwardly funny. I just think like yeah. having all of these characters and knowing how big they can go on your screen to have them all be in this silent movie would there would be something kind of laughable about that. And I yeah. I never want Willem Dafoe to be silenced. <laughs> Oh hell no! <laughs> it's like silencing Ryan Reynolds. Look how well that worked. Yeah, out, is it? yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. So but yeah, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm super excited for this. Again, I think this is one that could be big when it comes to award season. Yeah, that's yeah. Like it's going to be up there. Like yeah. Okay. Um, well, there's probably people listening to this episode right now screaming at us because we've not mentioned a few different movies. Nico, um, well, I, any... I've got to pick a third one. Yeah, as I say, do you want to go and pick another one before we so start listening? The other one was uh, probably, since you got the fucking Nosferatu as well, uh, I'd probably go for the Omen. Ah, the, the first, first Omen. Uh, so the first Omen is on my list. But you know what? I have to say, not one I'm super excited about. See, I am, because I want to know what the fuck they're going to do with Bill Nye. 
Bill Nye obviously is in here, and we love Bill Nye. Bill Nye, uh. Bill Nye is an incredible actor, both doing serious performances or comedy performances. He, he's he's pretty much great in most things that he's in. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about this that doesn't really get me excited. I appreciate the original Omen for like the masterpiece that it is. We've covered the Omen on this show, and yeah. we we it's one of. Uh, our highest rated movies that we've done. I believe it's still... Is it still in our top five? Um, I'm, I'm just going to quickly check that up, actually, just now. So, no, Omen currently sits in sixth place uh, uh. for us. But, you know, sixth place, we've covered 92 movies, excuse me, so far. You know, you gave it a perfect 10. You So, you know, um, yeah. it's it's got nothing but high scores. It's got an 8.5 out of 10 from us overall. Uh, I, 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 I love that movie. I just, I'm just not excited for a remake of it, though. Again, like, yeah. I think... I was talking to a mate about it, and he's like, as long as they do it, like, in between Rosemary's Baby and The Omen, you know, the the kid being carried, as long as they keep it round that, it's going to be good. Because if they, if they do a Rosemary's Baby type where it's, she's getting impregnated by the devil... It's gonna get compared to, and it's gonna get messy. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know because, like, I, I had a look, I had a quick read over the the sort of the, so the 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 plot apparently is a young American woman is sent to Rome to begin a life of service to the church, but encounters a darkness that causes her to question her faith and uncovers a terrifying conspiracy that hopes to bring about the birth of evil incarnate. Now that to me suggests it's all about the impregnation. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to be about that, to be honest. Yeah, because that just sounds like it's going to be a Rosemary's Baby yeah. ripoff. Um, I get what you're saying. Um, I think for me as well, the problem is with this movie, as as is with a lot of prequels, you know, obviously there's others that get to be a bit more creative, but I don't really see where the stakes are in this movie because we know what the... We, we already know how it's going to end. Yeah. So, but, I, I don't... It'll be the whole... Does she turn on her fate and let her baby be born and all that shit? It's it's going to be interesting. But we know that. But we know the baby gets born. Obviously, but will it get cut over like the fucking. Yeah, I mean there is that, that aspect of it. All but, that. But, but but you get well, you get where I'm coming from with that. Yeah. Um. But you know, listen, it's it's it's. I'll still I'll still go see it. I'll still go check it out because you know chances are it's going to be one of the bigger sort of bu- bigger budget releases of the year and. We'll probably review it on the show and all of that. I, I, I think it's just one, maybe not so much not looking forward to. Maybe I'm being a little bit harsh. Just one that I'm maybe a little bit more on the fence about. I don't it's, want it's to. It's one of the ones that's coming early as well. Because is it not the start of the year? Uh, so as of right now, I've got fifth of April down for the release date for that. So March, uh, April. So yeah, th- uh, less than three months away. Uh, so. so it's it's going to be intriguing. Yeah. That's all I'm saying about that. Okay, right. We've, we've we've so we've picked a few movies each, you know. So we're excited. I think we're we're both really excited for Beetlejuice two. I think that's probably the one that yeah. we're both like really fucking excited for. We're both excited for Nosferatu. Uh, you're excited for First Omen. I'm excited for Terrifier three. Uh, shall I throw a few other na- titles out there just at you to see if you're excited? And you forgot the crow again. The, How the, crow. the crow. And Blade. You're also excited about Blade. More excited for the crow, though. Yeah, the crow. I, th- I, I am looking forward to the crow. Uh, okay, so uh, we've got a new Alien movie coming this year. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about it, but I do know it's coming. So Alien Romulus, it's scheduled for a 16th of August release. 
Uh, it's directed by Fede Alvarez, who, to me, has directed the greatest Evil Dead movie there is in Evil Dead. He directed the twenty third, uh, the the original sort of reboot of that. He also is the director of Don't Breathe, which is a movie that we've reviewed on the show. Um, as a director, I think really highly of. So, I, ah, he's I think, pretty good. Like, um, apparently, uh, Ridley Scott has already said this is like the greatest thing since Aliens. Um, like ev- everyone says aliens is better than aliens. yeah um it takes place in between alien and aliens right. this movie um because obviously we, we've had movies from the alien franchise relatively so is this going to be the failed mission that they talk about possibly i mean i i don't know a huge amount about the uh the the, the plot um young uh, according to imdb young people from a distant world must face the most terrifying life form in the universe so it's keeping it really vague um, ah. Not a huge amount of plot details are known. Um, what did you think of like the prequels that we got in the last like few years, Prometheus and um, Covenant? They, they feel they feel like they're building for something. That's the problem. They feel like they're trying to build. And yeah. Sometimes when you get a movie like that, it's quite boring. Well, yeah, because it's all it's all about like sort of world building, isn't it? And ah. I think the thing about Alien alien specifically maybe slightly less so with aliens because they're very i mean again like one of those things like most people will say aliens is better than alien i'm one of the few people who i don't really care which one's better because i could watch either and they're both just a fucking great time for very different reasons because they're very different movies alien is a straight up horror film aliens is a action slash horror film like they're very very different movies it will be interesting to see where this one kind of lands because if it's in between the two i've got a funny feeling they're going to be you know how they mentioned that the colonists were warned and there's fucking shit happened i've got a funny that they're gonna be the colonies getting attacked just before aliens happens or it's the marines going to tell them yeah it's gonna be one or two yeah. That's what I think it'll be, but I might be wrong. Okay. Um, one thing that I thought quite interesting, because Alien is a franchise and an IP that is owned by Disney. Yeah. This was already uh, this was scheduled to be a, a Hulu exclusive, not a Disney Plus exclusive. Yeah. Um, it's now just coming out as a, the- a full-on theatrical release. I just thought that was a little interesting. But they were they were doing the same with Prey, so they had yeah. faith in Prey. Uh, well, I I thought about that, and that's and... been the best Predator movie I've think that since the original. Yeah, I I would probably go with that. I mean, I don't know about I don't know Aliens versus Predator Two Requiem is like <sighs> right fucking up. <laughs> no. Can you feel the disgust coming yeah, through the camera? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Good. So that's Good. Uh, I I'm being facetious. I'm being facetious. I know you are, but okay. I'm still disgusted. Just in case any of the listeners thought, you know, he likes Aliens vs. Predator too, and completely discredits this podcast. Yeah, so um, if you did like that, all your ratings need redone by somebody that knows what they're fucking <laughs> talking about. <laughs> okay, Nico, I know a movie that you're going to be really excited for this year. Oh, Jesus, what's this going to be? Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2! Blood and Honey, yeah, here we go. I knew you were going to fucking Yes, that. Winnie the Pooh! something? Do you want to know something? I'm actually looking forward to it. Are you looking forward to it because Tigger's in this? Do you know why? Do you know why? Yes! <laughs> and a Tigger's a wonderful thing. The wonderful thing about Tigger? Yeah, a Tigger's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Uh, so yes, what you the really p- got to watch your podcast so you can get cancelled if you pronounce that wrong. 
Jesus Christ. Um, so yes, obviously, relatively recently, we reviewed Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and I think it's, uh, I think it's fair to say that we're, neither one of us was a big fan of this movie. I was probably ever so slightly higher on it than you, but that's being... It it was a weird movie. That was like it. Was, I know it's like now that I've fucking thought about it, the way I saw that movie, it seemed like it was trying to go back to the eighties, fucking tits out, all that sort of shit. But didn't actually do but, it. Just did it once and never again. It, yeah. Aye, it was like it was like teasing it so much and then just went. No, nah, actually, we better not do that. I think we said that, and I think we said that in the review, though, isn't it? Like. Uh, we understand what they were trying to do. They just didn't do anywhere near enough of what they were trying to do. Aye. See, if they go with this movie, tits to the wall, it'll be brilliant. <laughs> tits to the wall. Tits to the wall. <laughs> wow. Um. So, it's the same director as the first Winnie the Pooh movie. The plot details are under wraps. They've completely recast all of... There, there's no actors in this that are in from the original, so... It's a different actor that plays Christopher Robbins, different actor that plays Pooh. Uh, Piglet's back as well. Um, Tigger's in this, Owl's in this, so they're bringing in... Um, Tigger officially became public domain on New Year's Day this year, um, which is why they're allowed to have him in this. They didn't have him in the original. Tigger will not, just like Pooh and Piglet, resemble the classic Winnie the Pooh characters that we know and love from the Disney because Disney still own that version of the characters. Yeah. So even though Tigger's going to be here, it's not going to be, there's a wonder, uh, a wonderful thing about Tigger. Tigger's a wonderful thing. That's not the version of Tigger I we're going to get. But I don't know, like, the first one generated like a lot of interest. It made money. Um, well, and, they're saying they're going to do a fucking Steamboat Mickey because of it. Yeah, um, there's, well, um, I'm not going to go into too much details about it, but there's a Bambi horror movie coming out this year as well Jesus. uh bambi the reckoning oh um geez. he's gonna see his mum get killed and just go on a rampage is he i mean i i'm relatively confident that that's the plot <laughs> yeah, i think everyone is but you know but this is the thing i think i think there's something to be said for this because these these intellectual properties are are coming into the public domain and i think it gives it for better or for worse, and whether or not they make a good movie or not, it gives people an opportunity to be a bit creative with some of these characters that we all sort of know and love. I don't know, like, I'm just not really that... I'm not that... I'm not against it. Like, obviously, I want I want people to make good stuff. I don't want these things to be shit. But, you know, like, it, it's a bit fun, these ones, I think. I think these ones are, like... They're going to create their own sort of subgenre. I think there's a horror Peter Pan one out there somewhere as well. Like, yeah. I, I, like you say, the Steamboat Mickey one that's going to be coming out, I think I've seen a bit of buzz around that in the last couple of weeks. I, I'm kind of fine with these. Like, they're going to be shit. I hope they do, like you say, go fucking balls to the wall and go full on, uh, like, you know, this is just, like, a gore slash tits fest sort of thing. Yeah. You know? Um, what we need is an audience nowadays. We, we Nobody more, does that. That more exploitation fucked up movies that used to be You'd switch your brain off. You'd just hear a laugh. Maybe, you know what I mean? Is this maybe it's your calling, Nico? Maybe you need to provide this. Get, <laughs> basically, what I'm saying is get your tits. Out. <laughs> more tits, love. More tits. Come more on. More tits. <laughs> okay. I'm not sexist. There'll be dick there too. It's fine. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey two. That's also stated to come out really, really soon. 26th of March for that one, so we've not got too long to wait. Um, Nico, <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. I just got a mental image of Bambi sharpening his horns while I shoot the driver. <laughs> <laughs> just a pencil sharpening his horns, you know? 
Um, a couple, there's a couple other things I quickly want to run through. Um, I'd be remiss, and I now, I now genuinely think, especially if Boomer's listening to this, Boomer will be screaming at me because neither one of us has mentioned this movie yet. Uh, Maxine Why? comes out this year. I thought it was next year. I thought it got pushed. No, well, if it did, that's news to me. Um, Max, or well, we'll quickly go through it anyway. Maxine is the uh, third movie in the X franchise. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that last year X, or not last year, uh, the year before, X fucking just wiped the floor with everything in terms of like award season for our, our award season anyway. Um, you know, X won, Mia Goth won everything, Ty West, who's back to direct, won everything. This is a direct sequel to X, so Pearl was obviously the prequel to X, this is the sequel yeah. to X. Um, I've still not seen Pearl. Have you not? I've still not watched it, it's, I've just not gotten round to watching it. Um, but, you know, Ty West is a director, again, I have a lot of faith in, you know, even beyond this sort of franchise, you know, his segment in VHS, he did some of the Scream TV series, the Exorcist TV series, which weren't bad. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I think I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, but I, I was also just not that, not as big or as high on X as I think everyone else kind of was. I liked it. I, I liked like it. it. I mean, I'm just looking at the scores. You gave it an eight and I gave it a seven. Yeah. So you were definitely a little bit higher on it than me. I thought it was good. I just didn't think it was as good as sort of everyone was saying it was. I think people were trying to sort of claim that this was like gonna be the horror movie for 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 an age, and I just don't think it's that. But I certainly yeah. I certainly like it, and I certainly will still go and check out Pearl. I'll check out Pearl before I check out Maxine. Um, yeah. But you know, it's 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 another one. I think it's going to be an interesting talking point. Probably one we'll cover as well when it when it does eventually get released. Whether that is actually this year or or next, I'm not too sure. Yeah. 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 Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, right. So, okay, sorry. The other one that sounds weird, right? I don't know if it's true or not, but somebody was saying to me they're going to be doing a new Faces of Death. Uh, did they? I've not seen that. So, yeah, there there was folk talking about it in one of the fucking thingies, and they were speaking about that. Because was, I was one of them threads on Reddit when folk were talking about comedies. Mm-hmm. comedy horrors because you know I like my comedy horrors like there's like a Frankenstein one coming out this year there's stuff like that and uh, then somebody's oh, like okay so there is a face I'm, I'm just looking on IMDB just now there is a Faces for de- Faces of Death that doesn't have a release date okay um, but there are names attached to it um, not a huge amount of names that I'm, fair, uh, that I'm massively familiar with although <laughs> Charlie XCX is apparently in it Jesus Um, but there's there's some trivia about it a woman employed as a website content moderator comes across a series of violent videos reproducing death scenes from a film Um, yeah it looks like there is a full on reboot of it Uh, Um, that's a franchise I never thought needed a reboot yeah you know like I I was completely unaware that this was even happening so it would be interesting. I came across it randomly, by the way. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. It's definitely one I think we can keep an eye on. Yeah. But the, what did you think of the, the actual Faces of Death series? It was just... It was fucking weird. It was very bizarre. You know what? It was fun. It was one of those fun ones, though, wasn't it? Well, because they were billing it as, oh, this is all found footage. It's all 100% real. And it cut in, like, real fucking scenes with yeah. fake ones. 
So it was fucking. It was weird. I mean, yeah, it was. It was weird. Listen, I can't say that I'm massively familiar with a lot of the faces of death stuff. It's probably a darker spot in my knowledge. But I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember not hating it, and I remember kind of enjoying it, and I kind of liked the. So- I mean, I kind of like weird ass, like weird ass shit anyway. Uh. Oh well. Um, I, yeah, I think definitely one that we should be keeping an eye on because I think that comes out. It could be could be something in there. It could be something quite interesting. It could be a weird one. Put it that way. Okay, right. I'm gonna just. I've got a few more on my list. So I'm just quick. I'm gonna pretty quickly run through these. Um, the Strangers Chapter One is coming out this year. Uh, we covered yeah. the original Strangers movie. Um, before I, it's a movie I'm a massive fan of. I really, really like The Strangers, and I actually think the original Strangers movie is one that's massively underrated by a lot of people. It gets, yeah. I think, it gets scores that are way below what it's worth. Um, I much prefer it to its sequel, Prey at Night. Um, home invasion movies are one of the few sort of, as I've stated before, one of the few subgenres that still, you know, on the occasion will get me like a little bit of a, sh- a chill or a shiver. Um, sometimes happening uh the chapter one directed by rennie harlan of all people uh this is someone who's very well known uh, should be very well known to horror and action fans alike he's the director of nightmare on elm street 4 die hard 2 cliffhanger deep blue sea which we've covered before exorcist the beginning so someone i think like i mean that's i'm really kind of interested to see his take on this yeah like i think that's a i think that's like i think that's a piece of direct Tutorial casting way out of left field but one uh, that i think could be like could be a masterstroke um this is supposed to hit the cinema in the 17th of may 2024 it, it is going to be a trilogy of movies they've greenlit the full trilogy um, uh, the first one's called chapter one is it chapter one yeah um, so i'm assuming it's just going to be chapter one chapter two chapter three um I, i'm gonna be I, i'm gonna be interested in this anyway because i love i like the franchise um yeah. i thought the original um was, was was great it's it's one of the few movies i actually like Liv tyler in because i don't particularly think she's a great actress um but you know I, it's one i'm, I'm definitely going to be excited for yeah okay and where else let me go down my list a couple more uh there's a movie coming out in about six weeks time called imaginary i don't know if you've seen this um, Not really. So the plot is a woman returns to her childhood home to discover that her imaginary friend she left behind is very real and unhappy that she abandoned him. So it does kind of give me Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey vibes. You know, yeah. I like Christopher Robb, but um, it's got a much bigger budget. I've seen the trailer for it. It looks it looks decent. Like, I think it might act... It looks like a bit of a cross between Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey and Ted. Aye. <laughs> um... I, I don't know. I think there could be something there. I don't think it's going to be a movie that's going to be like the biggest talking point of the year, but I think it's something that could kick off the year in a relatively decent shape. Uh, um, there's a female Frankenstein coming out. I know that. The, uh, I don't think that's this year, though. Is it not? I no, don't... it's like fucking. It's meant to be like a comedy one. Oh, is there? Uh, I'm not. I'm I, not. I'm sure it's early on in the year as well. Oh. Because oh, you know I like my horror comedies. You do like your horror comedies um so just a couple more very quickly for me um there's a couple of big titles still to come out but i'll save them for the end because i don't actually know a lot about them um there's a movie coming out uh, on apparently on the 15th of september called speak no evil which is a a a european film 
Um, a Danish family visits a Dutch family they met on a holiday. What was supposed to be an idyllic weekend slowly starts unraveling as the Danes try to stay polite in the face of unpleasantness. This movie's already premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. It's been getting really rave reviews. Um, I think is one that could be like a, a dark horse for the year. I've got a feeling that it's kind of going to be a little... Not, not thematically... Um, but I kind of feel like maybe a bit knock at the cabin vibes. Uh, you know how like we, we covered that and we both love that movie, but that yeah. was never ever going to be the one that everyone talks about from the year. You know what? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. I'm I'm kind of think I'm going to get that vibes off of things. I think Speak No Evil could be a really good one this year. Um, the it's last two, sorry, Quiet Place as well. There's a new one of them. There's a second Quiet Place coming out as well. Uh, a second quiet place that's a lie uh, a third, third quiet place I, say, coming it? Out. But, eh? um, I, I mean I'm not a big fan of the quiet place franchise I don't know how do you feel about it I quite liked it I thought it was a good idea and I think it was well it's the first one second one I'm not so keen on but yeah, yeah it was. I mean I like John Krasinski um, mm. who, who doesn't you know he's but yeah. I, st- I can't really get over him being Jim <laughs> why why? Why do you think? Well, he's a good actor. Yeah, I'm not saying he isn't, but he's Jim, isn't he? Alright. Anyways, um, so the two movies that I uh, still haven't mentioned yet. So Smile 2 is coming out this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you feel. We haven't reviewed Smile. Um, I was massively underwhelmed by Smile. Um, Smile is one of those movies, Nico, that I'm going to assume you hate because... It was only successful because it had a massive marketing franchise. They see that's not why I hate things like that. I I hate things like that when it's built up so much that it's shit. It lets you down. <laughs> I mean, it it was though. Smile was it was was that. See, I I watched it and I'm like, it's all right, but there's just it's missing something. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's it's like it was okay. It wasn't amazing but it was it was like underwhelming as you say but it feels like it's just missing that one little bit and i can't put my finger on that what the one little bit is well smile 2 might fix it in two well smile 2's got the same director so i wouldn't hold your breath um it's supposed to be released on the 18th of october so again halloween release one for later in the year i might check it i mean if if we're going to review them on the show then i'll check them out but i'm not rushing to the cinema to check this one out I found out the name of the Frankenstein one. It's called Lisa Frankenstein. Oh, I did see that. I didn't look into it, though. I did see that there was something called Lisa Frankenstein. Aye. Uh, she, she comes across the reanimated body. Uh, I mean... The... So I'm guessing it's fair Dar or somebody she's yeah. not inherited it, I'm guessing. Probably. I might be wrong. Uh, okay, the last movie that I want to mention, because we're just about coming up on the time that we said we are going to do. Uh, Saw 11 is coming out this year, Nico. Um, have yep. you seen Saw 10 yet? Nope. Nope, okay, I won't go into too much detail. <laughs> There's not a huge amount known about Saw 11. Uh, 27th of September 2024. Um, regardless of whether you love or you hate the Saw franchise, I think the majority of people can agree that Saw 10 was very, very much a return to form for the franchise. Um, Everyone said that, yeah. It's probably the best Saw movie. For some people, some people are saying it's the second best Saw movie there is behind the original. I think it's the best Saw movie since Saw 2. Um... It's it was definitely a massive return to the, uh, to, to return to form. Um, Saw Eleven is supposedly going to be a direct sequel to Saw Ten, which took place in between Saw Saws One and Two, I think. And 
I think Saw's 1 and 2 is where Saw 10 took place in between, and I think Saw 11 is going to take place in between Saw's 2 and 3. Um, so it's still going to be oh, Saw It's 11. like Link Up ones. Yeah, they're, they're, they're filling in the gaps, I think, in between all those Saw movies and giving us yeah. some extra details about them. Um, and to be fair, I know people will say, oh, you know, like that that this franchise is now its 11th movie, you know, they need to leave it alone. Tobin Bell is fucking incredible as Jigsaw. He is by far and away the biggest redeeming factor of that whole fucking franchise. And I think, but as long as he wants to play it and can do it, then let him, because Tobin Bell's a lot older, I think, than a lot of people realize. Um, he's 82 years old. You know, so, like, if he feels like he's got another three or four Saw movies in him, I say let him because I think once if he dies, then the franchise definitely dies. We oh, saw that we saw that with Spiral. It was a massive failure. Even Jigsaw, even though he was in Jigsaw, it was probably the one where he had the least amount of screen time. Yeah. And we we you know we can all see what a difference it makes having him on there. So for me, if he wants to keep playing uh, John Kramer, then fucking let him for a few more years. Like just fucking do it. Um, as far the, as I'm aware, the only way they could probably sort it with him going out of it is killing him in it and somebody taking his place. Well, I mean, they killed him in Saw. Th- spoilers as in Saw Three. I know, but I mean, if they fucking just made that disappear and did it, yeah, that way. I think. Um, so we've got obviously in Saw Ten we had returning casts. Shawnee Smith was back as Amanda. Um, I'm not. I don't really want to spoil any other returns for you, Nico, unless you're like really don't care. Don't tell me. Don't tell you. Okay. Um. I'm hoping that we get some of the other returning cast back for Saw 11. Um, regardless of what you might think about them in their personal life, their characters are fucking ace. So, um, yeah, uh, that, that's all I'll say. Um, I'm excited for it. You know, I'll always be excited for a Saw film. I don't care whether it was Saw or Saw 6 or Saw 10. I, I will always be excited for a Saw film. I will always go check it out. And I, I'm definitely going to go check out Saw 11. Yeah. Okay, Nico, then that is me. My list is done. Is there anything else that you think is coming out this year that I've I've ignored or missed? Nah, not really. I think that's a pretty... I mean, th- there is going to be tons of other stuff that comes out this year. There's tons that we won't have mentioned there. There's going to be smaller films. There's going to be bigger films. The, the dates might get changed. Some of this might not even come out this year. You know, yeah. various things. <coughs> Excuse me. But I just wanted to give everyone a little bit of a preview of what's coming out this year. Some of this we'll be reviewing, no doubt. I'm very much, I'm assuming we'll, I mean, I think we'll definitely be reviewing Beetlejuice 2. Um, yeah. When that drops, I would imagine we'll do Nosferatu when that drops. I imagine we'll definitely be doing Terrifier 3 when that the drops. Crow. We'll the probably crow. be doing Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2 when that drops, and we might do The Crow. Might, that's <laughs> fucking top of my list. <laughs> so, um, I've heard people saying that, you know, we, we've said many, many times before that for the past sort of decade, we've been going through this, like, golden era of horror that's not really been seen since the 1980s. And I think a lot of people are of the opinion that we might be starting to come to the end of that golden period. I know there's a lot of people out there who aren't super excited about the horror movies that are coming out this year. But I think if you look at the list we've got there, we're not no one's ever going to be excited about everything that's coming out but between things like the crow between things like nosferatu 
uh, Beetlejuice 2, which I'm really fucking excited about. I think Terrifier 3 is going to be fucking one of the talking points of the year yet again. Um, the yeah. omen for the first omen for better or worse. Saw 11 again. Like Saw 10 ended up being a big talking point at the end of last year, you know. Um, and then you go on to your sort of cheaper kind of knockoff films like Winnie the Pooh 2 and Bambi the Reckoning and all of this sort of stuff. I, I still think this is going to be a really good year for horror. Uh, they, I was talking to a few folk, as I said, and a lot of them have been saying this year seems like the year where the sequels are either going to make it or break it. Yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah, I think they're right about that, to yeah. be honest. I mean, you look at the movies there that we we're excited about Beetlejuice 2, sequel, Saw 11, sequel, uh, Maxine, sequel, Terrifier 3, sequel. Um, th- these are the ones, you know, and then some of the other ones we're excited about are just straight up reboots. So The Strangers, Chapter yeah. 1, reboot. Uh, Nosferatu, Blades. Blade. So, you know, reboots, and, and I, know, I know it's a point that irritates a lot of people is sequels and reboots, and people want original content. Um, but, you know, there is still original content out there. Uh, Imaginary's coming out. There's a movie actually on my list I didn't mention called Night Swim that's coming out that looks kind of interesting. Uh, Speak No Evil that I said is, is coming out. So there's, there's, there's Sp- stuff in there. Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot's getting a reboot. Yeah, yeah. So there's tons out there. I think there's tons out there to still get excited for. And like I say, this isn't a comprehensive list anyway. There's going to be loads of other stuff that comes out. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay, then, with that being said, Nico, uh, thank you very much for joining me for this uh, preview episode of what we've got coming up this year. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, yeah. When, when you almost missed the crow, I thought I was jacking it in. For yeah. Yeah. So uh, when, when when we're back next uh, with our next episode, we'll be going through our 2023 end of year horror awards. Uh, I've got a couple of categories that I just need to close out with the voting, um, but most of them are already sorted. So that's what we're going to be doing next. And then after that, we've been, it feels like forever. We've been saying, oh, we're almost there. We will be finally be there. It's our hundredth episode after that. We've been putting out threads on our social media asking for your guys' questions for a Q&A session. We'll be doing a bit of our re-ranking in there as well uh, for some of our re-rates and some old movies. And then we go straight into it. We're going to go back straight into horror reviews. Nico, I'm going to need a few few choices from you from what you want, yeah, to, be review- from what you want to be reviewing throughout January and February. And then, uh, yeah, straight back into it looking forward to it yeah so if you would like to support us across our social media you can do so on x at damn podcast we're on facebook and instagram at pod of the damned you can email us at pod of the damned at gmail.com and you can subscribe to us on patreon patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned apparently subscribe is a really difficult word for me to say it fast <laughs> that was the that's the one that almost Not got even me there. tried it that's the one that almost got me there um but yes thank you to everyone for downloading and listening to this episode we really appreciate your support nico thank you once again for joining me and until next week on the pod of the damned just remember, Nico, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. <laughs>